Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP Yoga. It's Nacho Mama's Yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, 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 hello, my friends, and welcome to a brand new episode of DDP Radio Live right here at DDPRadio.com. <laughs> What's going on? It is me, Michael D. Mullins, here, and I have just arrived to the DDP, the Omegaplex in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina, 30 seconds before showtime. And I got no time to spare, so I run into the phone booth next door. I change into my Superman, DDP <laughs> Superman radio outfit. And I, uh, I'm Superman, but I don't have a time to fly. So I run into the door. I run through the ele- elevators, and I fly all the way up. One, ding, 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 all the way up. And up, oh, ding, up, oh, doors open. Someone's getting on. Excuse me. I don't want to be rude. Ding, ding, ding. And we're here, the top of the building of the DDP Radio Megaplex in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina. And what I do is I get out of the elevator and there's a secret hatch. And upon that hatch is the tower. On top of the tower, on top of the tower that broadcasts DDP Radio to the world. And I climb that tower rung by what rung, rung by rung, and I look up. I look up to the great white north and the sky. And in that sky, there's a red shining light, a beacon of hope and inspiration coming from the mountain on top of the mountain on top of the mountain on top of Mount Ontario, where my co-host lives in a hut, where she broadcasts <laughs> out of a little small shed up there. But if you know Crystal, that hut blasts the show into the universe, and that's what we do here. And ladies and gentlemen, my host, the Canadian quote master herself, the maple leaf mistress herself, the one, the only Crystal Stewart. How are you? <laughs> Do you work on these all week? I'm just kind of wondering. The disturbing part is I don't have a clue where I'm going until I start talking. <laughs> nice. I mean, you're really good at these. <laughs> uh, well, I'm I'm good on the fly, uh, mostly because of my previous uh, 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 hip hop battle career, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. So, all right. Well, we we we're here. We're just in time, and see. So we have an internet outage where we are. TV, internet, everything's down right now. I don't know. What we got like we got a, a message from our cable providers saying like, listen, everything's down. We'll let you know when it's up. So I'm relying on my cell phone to get you know everything done, and I'm trying to log into the page here at DDP Radio, and I'm not seeing anything. I'm not seeing anybody. I'm not even <laughs> seeing that we're members of the premium subscription that that allows us to do the show. 
So I'm freaking out, and I'm starting to text you, and then I notice the icon on the side of the page is just blank, and I realized I signed into my personal account and not the DDP radio account. So I'm last minute, I'm trying to switch over here at Blog Talk, and just in the nick of time, I get, I said, I get, I said Crystal, can you hear me? And she said, you said yes, and I said, oh, my God, I, was, I don't know what was happening. She goes, just like you. To, to pull in here 30 seconds before, and then we got the countdown, three, two, one, and boom, we're out <laughs> yep. to the world. But, you know, it's I'm not going to say we're a professional operation, or I'm not, but goddamn, we get the stuff done, so that's a start. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess that's what matters, so. Uh, apparently. <laughs> right. Uh, all right, well, the fact that I got here, like, uh, microseconds before sh- that I didn't get to prep our uh, our ho- our uh, guest for today, so I'm gonna pull her up um, while, or him up while we're uh, while you're doing the intro for me, um, because I know that you are working very hard to make this show compelling and inspiring and motivational. I know you're already booking into August and maybe even beyond, uh, because you are just on top of the ball. You know what's happening here in the DDPY universe. You're bringing me the best guests, best stories. Every single week that we've gotten so much amazing feedback on that people really just like, you know, hearing people's stories. It makes them feel not alone. It makes them feel inspired. People see themselves in each other. And that's how it's done. That's how you get motivated. You look at somebody who you can relate to and see them owning their life and you see them owning it. And you're like, man, that makes me feel like I can do it too. So that's what we do here. We share stories and you've been bringing us some amazing guests so without any further ado, I would love for you to introduce who we got uh, here tonight. So our warrior this week is none other than Jason Henry. So when I look at Jason's stuff, when it came across my desk, um, the first thing that kind of came into mind is just he epitomizes warrior. I mean, he just he holds the pen and just writes the story the way he wants to be. So he he wrote a post, I don't know when it was, a few days ago, I think, and I would like to quote that before we bring him on. So take the time to invest in yourself. Stop telling yourself lies. Stop making excuses. Change the story you tell yourself. The world is full of people who gave up. Be different. Don't quit. You are worth the investment. Take control of your life and live the life you want. And don't settle for anything less. So this week, that's the segue to our warrior this week, Jason Henry. That was, to hear you read that was inspiring me again. Thank you. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. So, I'm nervous, but I think I got this. Yeah, don't be nervous. It's just us. I appreciate you guys having me on. Do you just want me to go straight oh. into my origin story? Oh, I just um, – I'm sorry, man. I, I had you on mute for a second. <laughs> I had my, me on mute. It's been, a, <sighs> it's been a day. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, man, I, I usually like to uh, hop on and – and uh, talk to the guests beforehand, but we were kind of flying by the seat of our pants. So I just wanted to say, like, what we do here is we just don't be nervous. It's conversational. You and I, we're having a chat, and we'll just uh, we'll call it in the ring, man. But um, 
usually we like to start off the show with uh, every DDP warrior has an origin story. And uh, Jason, I'm sure you have one too, being a successful uh, guy here in the DDPY community. Uh, what brought you to the dance? What made you take that initial re- uh, leap uh, for DDPY uh, to change your life in such a drastic way? All right. So I thought about this and I was like, how, how far should I go back? How much? But I'm just going to kind of go at it. I got something written down, so I'm just going to kind of go into it. But um, I think a lot of people, I've always kind of considered myself to be a, a fat, fit guy. You know, I went through high school and even after, and I was able to do a lot of things that like big guys could, you know, not normally do like cartwheels. So I kind of always use that cartwheel as this balance in my head. So as I got bigger in life, I was like, ah, oh, I can still do a cartwheel. I'm I'm good though, you know, but I know how wrong that is now. And later I got married, I had two kids. Thought I was happy, went through you know, in the marriage it kinda went sour, crazy out of control. I filed for divorce, um, due to some some kind of some violent and extenuating circumstances. I'm I became a single father of two girls who were five and eight at the time. Um, during this time through the divorce, my weight would kind of fluctuate. I was trying different things to lose weight, trying to get healthy. I did things like Orange Theory, Weight Watchers, like I think I even had Chinese diet pills at some point, and nothing really worked, nothing stuck, and I always gave up. And at that give-up point, you know, I started to gain weight back. And all the while, I'm still thinking, I'm okay, I'm fat, I'm fit. Like, I'm a fat fit, I can do things, but, you know, it – it came to a point where I couldn't tell myself these things anymore because my lower back would hurt when I would walk for like 10 minutes. You know, I couldn't move as fast as I could to keep up with the kids. You know, like things like putting on socks, shoes, and even getting dressed kind of started to feel more like a workout than like a normal routine of things. And still nothing changed. And it was about like Christmas, I think 2019-ish, I was at my heaviest weight, which had to have been at least 435 pounds or more. Um, we were all at my mom's for a family gathering and we were all sitting in the living room and I walked in and I sat on my mom's sofa and it just, it cracked. And I mean, like a loud crack, everyone heard it and, you know, everyone kind of shrugged it and laughed it off. But, but that hit me, that hurt, you know, uh, kind of pierced deep. And it, I had so many different things, you know, emotions. I think shame was at the top of it, you know, and I, in that moment I realized I needed to change. I, everything hit me. I realized the example that I was setting for my kids, how terrible it was. You know, I, everything just kind of came to that point. You know, I, I felt like I was letting them down as a, as a dad. I couldn't keep up with them. I couldn't do the things that I felt like I should be able to do. And it hit hard. Um, yeah, at that point, too, I became afraid to sit in anything um, unless it was a chair that I knew. And, you know, I, I, I couldn't – I just couldn't trust myself to sit in – public, which was hard being as big as I was because I, I felt like I had to stand on my feet. And I just couldn't continue. I, I couldn't do that because I knew I wasn't being the father that I needed to be or the person that I needed to be for me. And my brother, thankfully, had reached out and told me, hey, check out DDPY. Um, he was always a big wrestling fan. I mean, I never really followed too much wrestling, but I did some old school WWE and you know, we had played games with him. So I remember Diamond Dallas Page from, like, wrestling games. And I, know I checked out Arthur's video, searched the program. They had it on Roku, which is the device I had at the time. So I, I bought the subscription on Roku. I, I, I didn't really know where to start, what to do. I, 
didn't know my exercise level. I, I knew what didn't work. So I started with bed flex. And I remember that December, I did that first bed flex, and I just laid there and cried because <laughs> I had that realization of I can do this. And you know, I, I, Dallas, you know, he's saying he, he, he had that motivation to him that just, you know, I, I, you believe him. And so I kept doing bed flex. January came around. I I started, you know, walking more as I, as I was doing this and feeling better about myself, getting out there a little bit. And then I think it was like February, my brother had sent me a message. He's like, hey, I'm going to do the beginner program. Do you want to do it with me? And I'm like, yeah. you know, I don't know if I can do that, but I was like, sure, I'll do it, you know. And I, I did. I went into it. I went to the doctor right before got a physical weight in at 435. That was the highest documented weight that I had. And, you know, I, I started the beginner program. And it <laughs> pretty kind of a big jump from Bedflex to beginner, but, I think it's what I needed, and I needed that push from my brother. And, you know, I remember starting, and I couldn't even do a push-up. I could barely hold a plank, but I, I kept going, kept pushing. And, you know, I faked what I needed to, modified what I needed to. And, you know, around 2020, when in March, like when my journey really kicked off, and that's when COVID hit. So everybody was working from home. I was working from home. And I think that COVID kind of – really helped me because being home and being in my comfort zone, I was able to like do these things that I never thought in a million years I would do, which is exercise basically. But, uh, you know, just being here and, and have, building that discipline of doing it every day, it, it's what really kind of helped me to be able to have the discipline that I have now. And, you know, when I ended up going back to work a year later, i I was finding myself that I needed to do a workout on my lunch break just because I built so much of that discipline up over that time. And, you know, I, I always had this uh, funny, like I always thought it would be cool to lose weight and then not know, like keep wear a suit or something. I know that sounds ridiculous and strange, but I always thought it'd be kind of weird to wear a suit. And then like just one day just not. And people would be like, Oh, you lost all that weight. It's kind of funny. Cause I, I, I that happened with COVID because when everybody came back, I was just a different person completely and nobody even recognized me. People walk down the halls and don't even know who I am anymore. So fast forward two years later, here I am, you know, five pounds away from my biggest milestone of weight loss, which would be 200 pounds. And, you know, I'm pushing myself out of my comfort zone, doing things I never thought I would do. Wow. Wow, man. That, that's incredible. And, you know, I mean, I hear it in your voice. I hear, like, how much that you can hear the, the passion in your voice. And, and congratulations, man. And, and good on your brother, too, because it seems like he was really looking out to get his fire started. That's, yeah. That's pretty amazing, man. No, good for you. And sometimes when we have loved ones who are, you know, overweight, I've been a loved one who's, you know, people were concerned for. And sometimes it's hard to find a way in without, you know, making people feel, you know, shitty and stuff like that. But, you know, your brother was looking out for you, and that's pretty special that you got someone like that in your life. Yeah, and, you know, the fact that he was doing it with me, too. I mean, that kind of was the encouragement that I needed, you know. And mm -hmm. even with, you know, like when I, when I started this journey, the kid, my girls would do these workouts with me. You know, they would gladly come in 
and go through energy with me and, you know, fat burner with me. It was hard for them. I mean, they don't do that kind of stuff, but they, they were from, you know, promoting me this whole time, not knowing that they're the whole reason that I'm like doing this, you know, it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy to think that I'm, I've done something every day for two years. <laughs> wow. You know, it, it, I mean, it's kind of, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, Crystal. No, I was just going to say, it's kind of crazy because everybody we've, you know, the world over has had to deal with COVID and we all complain about what it's taken from us. But really, it's it's really very interesting to stop and think about someone saying, you know, this contributed to a better situation for you, Jason. And I think that's amazing. Yeah. Most definitely. I mean, I, I, you know, I don't, I would have let myself go down that excuse train of, I don't have the time. I don't have, but like being here at home, like, I don't know. I, I could make time. I felt like I could, it just, it was a different situation. Like I know I would have been so not been able to find myself making the time if I worked all day. In the office, right. driving in, driving back. I mean, it just, you know, being home, it really just kind of changed my, and, and just created that discipline. It, it's, so I know COVID was a terrible situation, but for me, that's when I lost most of my weight. I mean, that's when I, that year, I dropped probably about 100 pounds from wow. February wow. to December. That's crazy. This last little bit I... just lingering. No, we had, we had talked ahead, about sorry. this on the show. No, I was saying we had talked about this on the show before a couple of times where we're like, you know, you never want to go out there and say COVID positive, but there is a thing to <laughs> find positives in negative situations. And, and the fact that, you know, we talked about this, the fact that we're, this is probably the only time we're ever going to have in our adult lives where the whole world is just shut down. And you can kind of go two ways with it. You can kind of sink or you can be productive and find something positive to bring out of such a horrible situation and it seems like that's what you've done a lot of people have joined you in that and a lot of people went the other way so it could have easily have just tanked you but there you did you found something uh you know positive to come out of such a a horrible thing yes very much so uh i i really oh sorry i was trying to wait on you i thought you were gonna say something go ahead no, go ahead. No, no, I, I really wasn't going to say anything. You know, I'm sure yours is much more. Oh no, important. <laughs> no, I. <laughs> oh yeah, that that that's the lie of the century. <laughs> Ask my wife. <laughs> no. Have you I heard was, my I, intros? <laughs> I um. This, I'm sorry, Jason. This, this, we have such a lag here sometimes, so if we step all over you, it's, it's not on purpose. It's just the way things kind of go. We try to manage. Um, but you know what I was going to I really related to, uh, to when you were at the beginning, and, and you described it perfectly. I never used those terms, but I always found myself uh, to be fit fat when I was younger, as you put it. Um, yep. I used to be yep. 300 pounds, sometimes more. I could out-sprint most of the athletic kids in my class. I could roll. I do face plants, the Ric Flair face plants. So I always found myself to be pretty, like, I mean, agile. People used to say, for someone so big, you're, you're really light on your feet. And, like, 
like a boxer steps. So I, I, I recognize that. And I always thought that, you know, when I was overweight, my desire to lose weight when I was younger was a hundred percent, you know, uh, surface deep. I wanted to look pretty. So the girls and the pretty girls would like me, or I wanted to look cool so I could get a cool girlfriend or something. But that was fine until it wasn't, and it catches up with you eventually. And suddenly I lost some of my pep. I lost some of my stuff. My, you know, I realized, oh, I can't just fall on the floor anymore and get right back up, or I can't run. And usually it, it comes at you pretty quickly. And when you were, you know, gaining weight, was there a point where the reality of I'm not fit as I used to be, you know, did that kind of pop up and – Usually it starts with like, oh, I can't do this now. I can't do this. But it's a real hard pill to swallow yeah. when when you, that that train comes to to the station. Yeah, there, I had that. I mean, that, like you say, it, it hurt to walk. It just your low, my lower back used to, you know, we used to do this like with my team. We would walk around the outside perimeter at work, and I remember walking around and I would just come back in just dripping sweat. And my lower back would be hurting, and I'm like, man, this is like a 15-minute walk. Like, I shouldn't be this, like, out of shape for a short walk like that. And, you know, I mean, so I did the things that I didn't like or that made me feel like that. So I walked more. I walk. That's what I do every morning. I've got, like, hashtag wander with Jason, somebody posted, you know, because I get up every morning and I walk. That's part of my discipline. That's part of what I do just because I never, I couldn't do it. So that, that's kind of the mentality I have. It's the things that I can't do. I'm going to do it till I, I'm sick of doing it because I can do it. So that's kind of how, what pushed me to where I am to today. Just kind of put myself past the fears of doing the things I don't like to do. It's hard sometimes. I, yeah, no kidding. I was just going to say, um, that's got to be an uphill battle sometimes because you know, it's one thing to lose weight. It's another thing entirely to change your mentality. Yeah. And, you know, I think they go hand in hand, though, for me. I mean, I think the more confidence that I had in myself through through exercise, through the weight loss, just through the small wins of, like, changing a diet and eating, you know, the more confidence that I built in everything I did, it, it like, comes back back out in those ways where now I, I'm able to be more outgoing and I'm able to be more, you know, out there and feel more comfortable with that. Even though it's still uncomfortable for me, it just, it helps me to push myself further because I look at where I've been and I realize there and it helps me to go forward because I don't want to go back there. So it's just, it, I, it, I find ways to motivate myself, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. So I have a question for you that I'm really very interested. Um, I've asked this I don't know how many times, but I think tonight's answer is going to be um, full of gravity. So what would new Jason tell old Jason? <laughs> um, I, I think I would tell myself that you need to remember that you're much stronger than you think and that you are capable of so much more than you can imagine. And that Good pizza answer. without cheese, and pizza without cheese is not actually that bad. I'd probably tell myself that too. I feel like I must have because I really love pizza without cheese. That's a good one. 
I dig that one. No, that's um, – I don't – I mean, pizza without cheese, that would be tough, you know. But, I, I, you know, it is true. You, <laughs> you find certain things you thought you could never do without, and then you find ways to, like, get used to them, and suddenly, like, the thing yep. you could never imagine becomes becomes a thing. But, no, that that's – you know, and, that's a and, great answer. And thing, And things you never thought you'd be able to do, you can do. You know, like go right, back absolutely. to your example of, of being fit fat, right? Like I could do a cartwheel. I could keep up. Like I could sprint. But what can I do now? <laughs> you know, like there's a big difference between what I thought I could do versus what I can actually do. And that's kind of what that is to me. Like you're, there's more, there's more potential there than, than is been let out. And I'm, I'm ready to let it all out. So. Right, and I think it's one of those right, I think it's one of those things. Are you capable or are you able? Hmm. Because it is a difference. It is so when (laughs) my dad is a psychologist, so I get all this stuff thrown at me all the time. Are you capable or are you able? Like I mean the two realms of thinking are different are very different, especially someone who is fighting an uphill battle or a changeable battle or just something really heavy. Are you capable of changing it or are you able to change it? It's one of those things. (laughs) It's, yeah, I mean, they do go kind of hand in hand. Yeah. But. They're different, though. I mean. I think that, you know, you're being able, being like ability. Yeah. That's how we're looking yeah. at that. Yeah. So I think you can work on your ability to become more capable. So you work your, you, I mean, you, does that kind of answer that? Like you might not be able to do something, but if you, if you do it enough and you continue to do it, you'll get the ability to be able to do that. And then you'll be, it will be something that would be more capable for you to achieve. I mean, there's so many potholes that you come across, and one of them is your ability, your perseverance. I mean, there's so much that can trip a person up, and it's very interesting (laughs) when I see someone like you come across my desk and I start digging and I – it's funny because I can see where you started and I know what it takes to get where you are. And it's just, it's an incredibly interesting thing to fight for yourself. Yes. You know, it's, I think, you know, we started talking right around the time of, of the Abraham Lincoln roundhouse video. So I, I know you probably remember that. And, you know, that's a funny video, like, because I, in my head, I didn't want to do that. And so I was with my girlfriend and my two kids, and I know my kids. I know them well. So I said, hey, girls, you know, if you girls film me, I'll do a roundhouse in front of this, wholeheartedly thinking, they won't, they won't, you know, they're not going to want to film me. So they're like, nah. Well, my girlfriend, Amanda, she said, I'll film you. I said, oh, <laughs> I got I to do it now. So, but it was one of those things, you know, I, I, I did it. I stuck with it. It was uncomfortable and, you know, but really I, it's, it's one of those things I've promised that too. It's people don't care what you do. People aren't worried about you. 
me, whatever. They're doing their own thing. Like, I don't walk around worrying about what everybody else does. Why do I think everybody else walk around worrying about what I do, you know? It's, but it's a constant battle to tell myself that every day. So. Yeah. So there is a Canadian band here. They're called the Tragically Hip. I don't know if you've heard of them or not, but there's a lyric in one of their songs, and it says, no one's interested in something you didn't do. <laughs> right? And that goes gotta, through my brain a lot. I gotta, gotta love the tragic hip, tragically hip. Rest in peace. Yep. Um, yep. No, but that's, I mean, that, that's a great play. And, you know, most people who ever had a weight problem or had any kind of like self-esteem issues, you know, I always say that I'm narcissistic in the worst possible way because I'm not narcissistic in any kind of way that boasts what I do. I think everyone else is looking at me. Everyone else is judging you and you get you know, paranoid and it stops you from doing things. It stops you from, you know, trying things or putting yourself out there. And when you really break it down, you know, nobody's, you know, everyone's got their own, you know, uh, shit going on that no one's focused on what I'm doing. And in most of the, you know, you don't want to look stupid in front of people that you'll never see again in your life. It's like, it's, it's a crutch. And, and once you start moving yourself out of that crutch, you realize that like you're holding yourself back from having fun or being goofy or having Someone else is going to judge you that you'll never see again. Yep. You miss out on your best life living in your yeah. comfort zone. I agree. Yeah, so, these are things that these are things that you learn, but you don't know, you know, for it, it's, it's hard. It's, we've been trained the wrong way. And, you know, I'm trying, you know, I, I always tell my kids and they, they, they kind of, you know, shrug it off. But I was saying, if I had a father like me, that was saying the things that I say to you girls all the time, I would probably be a whole different person these days, you know, growing up and I'm, my life would have had a whole different trajectory. I said, so be glad that I'm the I, the dad that I am to you, and I spout these positive energy things to you, and they listen to my motivation thing. You know what I mean? They see things. I mean, it was I'm, I tried to impress my oldest, which just sounds ridiculous, but she's unimpressed with everything I do these days. <laughs> today, I, I, today I did a little uh, back bend and, you know, on my knees, and, went, and she looked at me. I had the video. I'll probably end up posting it. She says, you can do that? I can now, you know, and it was, it made me feel good that she was impressed. I mean, it's a small thing, but she's just one of those, she's unimpressed with me. She's like, you got to do better, dad. So I, she's one of my, you know, biggest push for doing extra things. So, sorry, I'm I mean, going off on a little rant there. I think kids no, are an amazing marker, you know, cause they record everything that you do. They might not say anything, but you can pretty much bet that they're taking notice and eventually it's going to, they're like a sponge. Eventually, you know, they're going to be saturated with whatever it is you're doing. That's true. It, it, it is, you know, I, I always tell this story and, and if you think like, so I, I, I did that uh, convention with uh, DDP. I, you know, I was working for him that weekend and, and you know, he gets to go in the green room and um, he gets, you know, talk to a lot of cool people while he's there. And, and I'm just kind of tagging along, observing everything. And so um, one of the biggest, you know, stars in the world at the time was uh, Ralph. 
uh, and uh, what's his name from the Cobra Kai. They just dropped season two. And one of them brought their daughters, um, the blonde one. What's his name? I can't think of his name. Um, Zapka, Billy Zapka. And there was a girl with him, you know, a teenage girl, which I assumed was his daughter. I hope so, because then it would be weird. Um, but um, he's out there making jokes, and she's on her phone just rolling her eyes like, oh, so annoying or so embarrassing. So here he is. He's got the number one show in the world, a, a lifetime of big-time movies, and his daughter's sitting there just exhausted and embarrassed by him. Everybody, no matter who you are, even their kids aren't impressed. <laughs> and it's, so it's, you're, you're, not the, you're, you're, not, uh, you're not the outlier. <laughs> But no, that's good to know. But no, it's it's true. But you know, you you put you made a good point there. Like, you know, you're trying to be something that you felt you didn't have as a child, and and when you're overweight, in my book at least, I remember you know the confidence was very lacking, or I had a lot of false confidence buried in you know. World is fine, and it does create this need to when you do start say or when you start changing your life, it you want to have that validation from people who you or didn't capable of much, and you do you you seek that validation for all the change in your life, and you probably never live up to what you need or what you want, but you got to finally get to a point where it's like, you know, I'm validating myself. I, I'm doing this for me so I can be the best dad, not for her approval and all that stuff. But it seems like you're doing the right thing. For you're sure. bringing up your kids the right way. And, and, and I'm sure if maybe not with you right there, but I'm sure if somebody asked her in private, I'm sure she's pretty impressed with you. I, I mean, she probably is in some point, but she wouldn't show it to me. She'd be, She'd be the one sitting there on her phone for sure. <laughs> so moving forward, you know, you, you've made all these significant changes in your life. You, you know, things are, are going well for you. You're, you're obviously a different person than you were several years ago. You know, what does your future look like? What is that you want to do? Is there anything you want to try, anything you want to accomplish, whether it be fitness-wise or something through your newfound, you know, attitude and lease for life? What's on the horizon? What do you want to do next? <laughs> You know, there, there's all kinds of crazy thoughts go through my head, of course. Um, but I am working on my level one certification, so I'm hoping by the end of June I'll have that. By the end of June, I hope. Um, and then, you know, I, I they're going to be rolling out a new program soon, I think, which I'm interested in. Uh, and then also there's, you know, I, I, I've thought about, like, motivational speaking. And I know that sounds absolutely crazy, but I, I enjoy that. Like, I – I really, you know, like even my people I work with, I just enjoy like motivating and, and just like saying those things that I know people need to hear that they don't want to hear. And it, it motivates me and it gives me like, I, I enjoy that. So I think I'm going to look at something in the future that way to see if there's like a, you know, motivational something I can do something that way, maybe combine it with my level one or some kind of system like that. So those are kind of future thoughts of mine. Um, Fitness-wise, I mean, I'm just going to keep going. I, I, I kind of like where I'm headed, and I like the way I feel. And I'm working on some crow things because that's my fun thing to do, and I'm trying different things and inversions with them and stuff like that. So just trying to push myself a little bit farther into those things, things that, you know, are they're kind of fun, but they take a little bit of work to get into and to hold and to do. So 
is your kind of some fitness goals for me. Jason, I have a question that's just come in, and somebody wants to know if you um, just did DDPY. Is that how you have achieved your success, or did you do another program on top of this or something no, else? All, all DDPY. I've done nothing else. I've done DDPY jacked, and I've done just regular DDPY. So. It's, I've not used any program. I've really not used any weights or anything like that either. It's just all through DDPY. That's amazing. So what are wow. the people I mean, around course, you saying? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, man. I mean, it, I was going to say, of course, I've changed my diet and everything like that as well. I mean, yep. I, I don't eat I don't eat a quarter of the things I used to eat. But, I mean, it's, it's for the better. But, you know, I'm... I mean, that's part of it, too, but that's kind of part of the program as well, so. Yep. Well, no, I mean, obviously there's got to be people that are, like, really just like, man, you're a different guy. You know, your friends and family and stuff, besides your unimpressible daughter, <laughs> are a lot of people noticing some. <laughs> For sure. I mean, I, I have a, yeah, I have a guy at work, he's, um, He's actually training for his first bodybuilding competition, and he's been a person that, you know, kind of always inspired me. And he actually came up to me the other day and told me that, you know, hey, you know, you inspired me to do this and try this, and now this is the only way I do it. He was actually talking about, like, kicking out of Crow. He's like, I never thought to do that. I never – and he's like, now I do it all the time. And you inspired me to do it. And, you know, it was, like, really cool for me to think – wow, like, this guy's an inspiration for me. He's coming and saying to me that, you know, I inspired him. So there's that. And I've got the people that work for me wanted me to teach them DDPY. They're telling the people upstairs they want me to teach them. So now I've got, like, a class of five people at work that want to learn DDPY. So, you know, I, I've, I'm putting myself out there as a kind of work. And, you know, so that's, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do more of. That's set myself incredible. on fire with passion and let the world come to me. I know that sounds crazy, but no, not crazy at all. You know that that's, no. that's amazing. So you know, total. I mean, what is your total? You know, obviously you said over two hundred pounds. What's your total win since you started? Like, what do we think? Some you uh, you, you think in the win column and the weight? You know, you're obviously healthier, happier, more positive, motivated. Once you start gaining that motivation back, that will to live. You know, hope. When you lose hope, you lose everything. It's, it's such a cliche thing to yeah. say, but one thing when I when I first lost my weight is the hope and the desire to do things again, not just exist, but like you get motivated to try other things. What you know? What are yeah. some real big wins that you may not you know people may not think of, but have really just really impacted your life? I mean, just the the ability to to do normal things, you know, like to to walk without pain or to, to do simple things like put your shoes on, you know, like I, I know that sounds crazy, but when you're a big guy, stuff like that is hard, you know, to bend down, it's hard. So it's those small little things, you know, the flexibility that I've seen lately has just been amazing. Like I would have never thought I could do anything like flexible as that, you know, and it's like, it kind of continues to progress. I mean, it started with those things. It started with feeling better about like walking and, and going up a flight of stairs without feeling like I'm going to die at the end of it. I mean, that happens, you know, it's terrible. You walk up the stairs and you just feel like you just, like, you just need to sit down. And it's those things that, you know, 
I look back and I'm like, gosh, I'm glad I don't feel that way anymore. But, you know, I, I, I still want to push myself farther to, to feel better, you know, to like muscles are a strange thing to me. I know that sounds weird, but like they're, they're odd to me. Like I'm not used to something like that. I'm not, it's, they're, they're changing. And I'm like, whose muscles, whose arms are these? Like whose body is this? It's still weird for me to look at my body and see that it's me. I still see the old me sometimes. And that's hard. Mm. No, it's weird. We've heard that so many times that, you know, looking in a mirror is sometimes the hardest thing in the world because it's right. You see one thing where the rest of the world sees something else. And it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a hard thing to come to terms with. Yes, it it is. You know, sometimes it's, you know, that's why like they say, take the pictures, right? Take the pictures because it's sometimes it's those pictures that you look back and you're like, that was me. Oh man. What was that thing, right? you know? It's just crazy thoughts like that, you know? But it's sometimes it's those pictures that snap you back to reality. It's like, ah, wow, I'm glad I'm moving forward, not back. Exactly. Yeah. And a lot of times over time, too, so you're not seeing yourself every day. And those pictures, man, when it, like, I started back in 2000, you know, 10, 2011. And, you know, there's a few of us milling around here in, in DDPs, like, take those pictures beforehand. And I'm like, I'm not yep. taking a picture with my – I wouldn't take my picture <laughs> with my shirt off unless Hugh Hefner's paying me a million dollars to do so. But <laughs> but I did, and, 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 it's, and it's helpful because sometimes you're thinking to yourself, man, I'm just – I feel like I'm just spinning my wheels here. And then you look at those pictures, and, uh, you know, a lot of people who have to lose weight, there comes to a point where the weight – you start you stop weighing less but you don't realize that you're looking better and you're healthier because your body's toning up and those pictures are a huge sense of, of inspiration once that happens. Absolutely. It, you know, you you said it uh, really well earlier and I think that's you know, I was at four bills at one point. Um and you don't realize – people don't realize how uncomfortable life can be. That's the word I always used. My life was uncomfortable. You couldn't find a place to sit. You know, and you mentioned having to go check out the chairs beforehand. And you go to a concert, and even if you fit, you feel like you're spilling over to the next person in the next seat. It's just everything is a bummer. And, you know, you start to regain your life back. You don't realize all the things you – gave up subconsciously because your mind goes to those places. Can I fit? Will I be, you know, can I be here? And I, I'm sure now that we're getting out of this COVID era and, and hopefully things are starting to turn around a little bit and get to reenter the public, I bet you're not even close to realizing all the things that you're going to be able to regain in your life once you get out there again. Yeah. It, it's, 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 it's a, it's a different world be honest i mean the thing the capability wise just ability wise however you want to look at it i mean the things that i can do now that i could never do before are just it's 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 crazy and you you take it for granted but like again like you say it was living in discomfort right but but i was in my comfort zone in discomfort so it's not the same kind of discomfort as today it's it's like a different kind of because i like you 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 just worry what people are, you know, like you, you go to the store and it's like, you feel like you're getting looks just, you know, you feel bad. Like I feel bad enough about how I look, but it wasn't bad enough for me to change. It just it took, it 
when you can't force people to change unless they're ready to change, you know? It's, True. It's one of those things they have to come to that realization themselves. But when they do, you know, watch out, world, because... I mean, sometimes it takes more than, you know, a couple of tries to light a firework, right? Sure, sure. I mean, I, you know, I've, I've had my moments of I'm done with this, but, you know, I've pushed through. You know, it's it's hard, you know, times of life. Life gets in the way. It changes things up. People, you know, you, you, you get injured, you know. Things happen, for sure. But, you know, I've seen a lot of people who do workouts with a boot on their foot. You know, so you're injured, but you're not obsolete, right? And, I mean, is – sorry, Mike. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I'm good. I'm good. Sorry, I just I just no. muted myself because. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, Jason, what um what advice would you have for someone who has come across the program and is kind of sitting on the fence? Start. I mean, what are they waiting for? Like, honestly, Start. if you think about it. What 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 good is it going to do to have the program to have it and not start? Just start. If you start with bed flex, start with bed flex. Just do something. I mean, you know, it, that's really all it's about. If if it takes if you do something three times a week, fine, you'll you'll get there. That's better than doing nothing three times a week. Just start. Will be my advice. That's great. Yeah, it, I mean, it's hard, right? But if if you if something is important enough to you, you'll find the time for it. Yep. So, and, you know, if, if that be losing weight, getting healthy, changing your diet, changing your, whatever it is, if it's important, you'll make the time. If it's not, you'll make the excuse. I know that sounds crazy and harsh, but that's kind of the life that I've lived now. So not to get uh, dark here, but, so say you never took this, you never got things started. Now, say you never took that first step. You never decided to change your life in any kind of way. Um, where where would I be? Yeah. You just disappeared. I think Mike disappeared. All right. So, Jason, where would you be? <laughs> I mean, like I don't. I try not to think about that, you know. But like my kids are. They're full-time with me. They live with me, you know, and I shudder to think where they would be or what, where they would have to go or just, I mean, that's, it's not even so much like if I, if something was to happen to me, like, I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I would have not stopped eating. I know I was more than 435. I mean, 435 was the max, but the industrial scale in the warehouse was a little bit more of a walk than I wanted to go to to weigh myself, so. You know, I probably would have gotten to the point where I would have just been useless, and that scares me because my kids need me, and that wouldn't have been a good route. But yeah. answer that, that's a hard question. Well, I'm, I'm sure as hell glad you, uh, you you took that initial step and you stuck around and you found something that worked for you. You found something doable. And not every program works for every person. That's why you got to, like, try, and that's why you got to, you know, turn you know, things around. Well, that's the cool, the coolest thing about this program to me was like the people on these workouts with me were people, right? Like they didn't look like they just 
lifted 500 pounds off the bench press and they eat like tuna fish every day. You know, they look like people. They were people like my people, like people like me, you know? And I was thought, wow, if these guys can do it, if Garrett can do it, if, you know, these beginner workouts where, you know, they've got bringing the people in, the diamond doesn't, I mean, that was inspiring to me. That's what kept me in it. Like they can do it. I can do it. No other programs like that. You know, P90X, they don't, it, it's, it's hard. You know, you go do the insanity workouts. They're all like physically fit and I'm 400 pounds. I can't do that. So that's why this program really, you know, kind of resonated with, I could do this because I don't have to do what you do. I can do this until I get there. And it was, that's what I needed. I needed to know that it was okay to modify. So that's yeah. why DDPY was, was a game changer for me. And I think one of the biggest game changers as well is that it's no impact. So it's not going to, you know, make a bad situation ten times worse. You're not going to be so incredibly sore or, you know, unable to walk because, right, you're doing something for your body, not to your body. Paige's workouts are pretty much the only ones that get me sore these days. Yes, but true. yes, agreed. You know, it's different than like a, a hit workout where you're doing plyometrics and you're jumping up and down. I mean, that's rough. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, I'm not, I, I don't, it takes its toll eventually. So this, you know, kind of reverses all that really. Yeah, absolutely. You, meant, you had, you had mentioned um, that, you know, a lot of the workouts aren't welcoming towards big people and, and I'm one of those guys that's four hundred was four hundred pounds at one point. And when you're when you're that weight, you don't feel welcome. And you or not even welcome, but it's intimidating to step into a world where everyone's fit and everyone's in good shape. And DT is one of those spaces that like you really do find people of all sizes. I've said it before, it's the only workout that you can see you know, people that are four hundred pounds, three hundred and fifty pounds doing the same workout at the same intensity as like professional athletes because it is a workout that can lend itself to literally anybody. I think we've seen on this in this whole world here. Um, But also, you know, being 400 pounds, you do, there's a severe intimidation and you joining a fitness community. If someone's out there listening and he's like, wait, is this, you know, is this my deal? Is this something that I'm going to be able to do? Will I fit in here? Uh, Who's, you know, 300, 400 pounds. that's never been involved in a fitness community. What do you have to say to somebody like that that's kind of looking for inspiration on, on how to get themselves started? I mean, I I think they need to go in and do it. You know, if, they, if they're if they here and they're at the program and they've, if they've come this far, I mean, go to the app, do a workout, look, just watch the diamond dozen, you know, watch the, the moves, the positions. I mean, it's amazing the things that you can find yourself doing if you just do it. Because a lot of times we're just afraid to just start. And a lot of times it just takes that, like, do the position, get in it. You'd be surprised at the things that your body can do if you just do it. So that would be my advice. Just just go after it. Just go do it. Just do the work. Just do the position. PDPY, it's not about the size of your ass. It's about getting your head out of it. Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. I the mat. And I'm, I'm glad you uh, just did it. I'm glad you got involved. I'm glad you're here to tell your story. And I think, you know, being somebody who's been through, you know, pretty rough, rough point, I think it's a, it's going to inspire a lot of people. And I think you're going to do a lot of great things 
within, you know, GDP inspire, you know, doing the motivational speaking and all that stuff. I see great things happening and I'm excited to see where you go with it. If you ever decide to do some motivational speaking or something, get a hold of us. We'll put you on the air, plug your stuff. Yep. But we really appreciate you coming on tonight and telling your story. It's, it's, it's pretty incredible. And congratulations. I can't believe it. 200 pounds later, and here you are. Yes. Congratulations, man. Yeah, awesome. Thank, thank you. Thank you guys for having me. It was a pleasure to be on here. I appreciate oh, it. Oh, pleasure was mine. And, and, uh, Anybody, anything you want to shout out, plugs or anything like that? Do you have any kind of a page or Facebook or certification stuff going on that you want to put over? No, not really. Just, <laughs> I mean, those who follow me know me. I'm not. I don't have like a plug for myself anywhere. So. Awesome, man. Well, well, we appreciate you coming on and talking to us, and I hope you'll come back and talk to us again. And, and it was a pleasure, man. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, All right. Jason. Well, thank you so much. Jason Henry right there, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys so much for, for sticking around and, and listening to his story. And I know a lot of people, I know personally a lot of people that I know will be uh, relating to his story because that's what we do here. We tell stories. We don't inspire, We don't tell you what to do. We share people who have had success stories in the DDPY community. And there's so much you can learn from just hearing somebody's journey, hearing someone's path. So we appreciate Jason for, for coming on and talking to us. Um, I, I'm sorry, I, I, I lost connection there a few minutes ago in the middle of my question. As I mentioned, we got like an internet and TV outage here, so I've been relying on my cell phone service to get this thing blasted out to the world. So it's been a little bit spotty, but here we are. We made it through, barely. <laughs> barely. <laughs> so, uh, Crystal, I, I know yeah. for a fact that you've got a good quote for me here. I know that you're going to dig deep and find one that fits the situation to a T. So I'm going yep. to uh, let you kind of wrap it up here, and then we'll say goodbye once we get through the quote of the week, and we'll be back with another episode of D3 Radio next week with another great guest. So uh, without further ado, the Canadian quote master herself, the Shakespeare of the Great White North. <laughs> Good Lord. Um, This week's quote I don't know who said it So I'm sure Michael take You know Kudos for this Your lack of dedication Is an insult to all of those Who believe in you Quote by Michael Mullins (laughs) What did I I tell you I I love that I love that That's awesome And you know what um, I just, you know, if there's ever like an anonymous quote, I always just say, I said that, just steal it, you know. And my quote is by Mike Mullins. <laughs> there we go. Kind of like the time I wrote uh, Stairway to Heaven. You remember that? <laughs> uh, anyways, well, that was a great one, Crystal, and I appreciate you coming on with us tonight. Uh, I, I appreciate you taking the time to uh, to dig yourself up. What are you, at seven feet of snow by now? It's July. Yeah, it's pretty chilly still. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate you guys. We'll see you guys next week with a brand new episode of DBT Radio Live. Jason Henry it was a pleasure. Crystal, as always, thank you guys so much, and we'll see you guys soon. Brand new episode of DBT Radio coming up soon. Also, our archives are massive. Um, I didn't mention this at the top of the show, but I'm going to bring it up now. Tonight was our 500th episode of DBT Radio. Um, the first. When this show was started, it was just Dallas Page and Robert kind of doing this um, uh, over the phone on on the interwebs. And uh, 
500 episodes later. Uh, it's amazing to see where they started, where we came, and everything in between for this company. So uh, everyone involved in GDPY and all of the people, all the crew that we work with and all the Performance Center and everyone who does the program, 500 episodes we've been here. We've been here as long as the Joe Rogan experience. We've been here as long as Mark Marin, DDP, and Robert started this show. It was kind of like not time, and it was just a place for community, the DDPY community, to hang uh, and just you know share, ask questions, and it's it's incredible to see how long this has been going and through many iterations. But I appreciate everyone who listens to the show and everyone who's been on the show, and of course, most of all, I appreciate you, Crystal, for everything you I do for us. I appreciate oh, it. All right. Well, thank you so much. And we made it. It wasn't pretty. We got through it. <laughs> we'll see you guys. <laughs> uh, have a great week. Be good on your life. And uh, just get on your damn mat and do some D-D-P-Y. Checked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The powerbomb set up by Paige. Oh, oh, diamond Cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond oh. Cutter out of the powerbomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and, most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio.